0: Pirate Talk Radio is supported by you, the listener. If you would like to support this broadcast, go to patreon.com slash davramtv. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Pirate Talk Radio. And I was hoping to talk about the uh, upcoming update for the end of October, but... Well, they waited to the last minute to even release anything. And if you saw the video of what they released, it was the word lame is, is probably the best to say. First off, they're reusing the FOTD. So they've used Fort of the Damned, Festival of the Damned, and now it's Fate of the Damned or something like that. I, I'm not quite a hundred percent sure of what, um, what they're going for but the video was very basic it was very simple um basically it was this kind of big lead up that they had and it kind of ended with a skeleton uh, a a skeleton in um like in this little uh i don't know what it is Uh, like a like a little corner in an outpost or something that's that's really all it was and it doesn't tell you anything about what's coming. It doesn't tell you anything about what might be cool or what might be what might be fun. Uh, nothing. It's just a video of nothing, literally nothing. Uh, and then they release kind of the the what the uh the video is going to or what the uh, the main um what the main uh title is and you know how they always change when you with the login you they they always change the uh the the graphics on the login and the graphics look pretty cool um a lot of people believe they're they're kind of pushing some sort of obviously it's halloween so the ghost or the the skeletal theme um it looks like the ghost flintlock uh the ghost uh blunderbuss is on there but they look a little bit different um, then the blunderbuss and I think the flintlock looks pretty close, but the blunderbuss looks a little bit different than the actual ghost flintlock or ghost blunderbuss that you get for, um, your Athena rank. So potentially, obviously there's going to be new cosmetics, um, just because that's what all sea of thieves events always bring you is new cosmetics. Um, but, I'm not quite sure if we're going to get some new weapons. I, I don't know. Um, I couldn't really tell too much on there. And like I said, they didn't do their traditional video um, where they kind of go through some highlights of the update. They, they've kept it very silent this time, which, which for me, um, in their current position um, uh, with hemorrhaging players, like we talked about last time, we looked at the mathematics. If you want to look at that or listen to the last uh, uh, podcast, we looked at the actual math the actual player counts reported by the Steam launcher, uh, and they are hemorrhaging players. So the fact that they're not being transparent now about what's coming on the update, and it's kind of like a surprise, I don't know if they think that's going to bring them more players or keep players uh here? I don't think it's going to. Uh players know what's wrong with the game. Hit reg's wrong with the game. Their servers are unstable at best. Um, especially as you get to mid slash end of the monthly update. Um players know what's wrong with the game. Hell, even captain Falcor himself has been tweeting about, they need to stop putting out content. They need to stop putting out story stuff. They need to stop putting out that kind of stuff. And they actually need to start focusing on the stability of the, uh, the server, it's the, the servers itself and the, what comes down to the basics of the game, right? Um, PVP combat, um, doing things to engage um, more player interaction um, ways to keep servers healthy and populated. Um, I mean it's it's Captain Falcor is kind of like their face on YouTube right Falcor has all the videos out there he streams three days a week not to a big audience but he's kind of like their face right he brings he shows on his videos and things a lot of different aspects of the game that aren't just focused around you know the PvP aspect which a lot of streamers and content creators are focused around. So, so Falcor, in my opinion, does probably the best of all um, the the content creators to really give you a overall picture of what the of what the game um, actually is supposed to look like, and not just focus on one aspect of the game. So that's uh, that's one bit of it, right? That's 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 one bit. Um, the other bit that 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 they really need to focus on is they really need to focus on, uh, and we've had a couple episodes on this, and this episode is going to be discussing that, the toxicity, right? So we talked about the hemorrhaging of players. We also discussed the the unfortunate uh, loss of a lot of their partners um, who are choosing to play other games for a variety of reasons. Either the game to them is stale, the game is unstable, the game is unplayable um and they're playing other games um we just had another instance where a tweet last uh, last night um from another sea of thieves uh, uh, another focus sea of thieves content creator it, it literally tweeted out and said i'm shelving the game i i can't play it and i've watched his streams i enjoy his content a lot um i enjoy key a lot and he said i'm i'm done I'm done at least for right now because he's been very frustrated at the performance. He's been frustrated at the the lack of players on servers. He's been frustrated with a lot of stuff, and and he's just had enough. And so he's going to other games, his community and everything. They're they're going to other games um, to have more fun. So I and I can't I can't just dis- like I can't turn that down. The other thing, um, with that being said, is though they're kind of coming back sometimes for the weekly stream like this week bearded guys gaming is coming back for the weekly stream um a lot of their their content creators are just playing other games um the the vault of the ancients um um update was uh boring it was lame it was tedious and there was nothing that fixed the core issues or, uh, uh, of of the game so I don't know what to tell Rare at this point, but they have a lot of issues that don't revolve around actual content in the game. That is that is fine. There's plenty of things to do in the game. The problem is it's not interesting. The problem is it's not engaging. The problem is it doesn't involve other players. And the problem is their servers are just bad right now. Uh, and PvP is just bad right now. Um, so again, I, I don't know what we're going to get. Uh, the the new update releases tomorrow. I'm going to try, uh, to stream it on twitch.tv slash DavramTV a little bit this weekend. Um, but you know, hit regs probably going to feel good. Servers are probably going to feel good. There's probably going to be a decent amount of players on the actual servers right now, uh, because it's a new update. The question is, can they maintain that player base? Will something in this update do enough to maintain that player base um, and keep them engaged, excited, on healthy uh, servers with a good system of PvP? So we'll see. Uh, next week's podcast will probably be my review of, of the uh, the FOTD, <laughs> the, uh, the new FOTD, the event for October, which is now, over so basically the November event it seems like of the November patch since October is is only what four days away uh, from being over and we're just now getting the October update so we'll see we'll see um, but uh, to 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 speak to um, something that we talked about a few uh, a few weeks ago that has now came to pass um, there was a lot of drama surrounding the um the the sea of champions event the sea of champions twitch event that that happened a a while back um you know namely um there were there were a lot of swirling issues i will say um around the sea of champions event um one was the server stability was absolute garbage um which caused one of the teams to leave that team took a lot of of hate and heat um from other people, you know, calling them quitters, runners, et cetera. And and to be completely honest, that, that team was just fed up with the absolutely disgusting performance of WoW servers. Um but because they left the tournament, of course they got toxicity um from other communities and 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 other player base being quitters, et cetera, et cetera, which is which is not fair. So that's toxicity that we're seeing. Um, every single day that we're on the seas right now, you run into a few players, and I guarantee that probably 50% of the players you run into are going to be toxic in a way that's unacceptable. Uh, name-calling, inappropriate use of, of really bad words like uh, retard and faggot, um, n-words and stuff like that absolutely unacceptable um i'm not a huge um fan of of a lot of the server hopping uh pvp players out there but on occasion i i do watch them just to kind of see what what they're doing and and kind of see how they're they're playing the game and maybe some adaptations um even though i haven't played the game that next time i play i can maybe add to my play style without server hopping and of course i was watching Last night, they were struggling to find a server with any sort of interaction or any sort of stability. Uh, they were on their local time zone servers, lagging to absolute hell. And it looked bad, it was awful, and it was in front of probably, if I added up all four members of the Galleon, probably somewhere around 25,000 people were watching the shit that is Sea of Thieves right now, which is a really really bad look um and then of course you run into a a a player that they engaged in pvp and just hot mics some of the worst insults and words that you could use right out in the open in front of twenty five thousand people and that ladies and gentlemen is what that amount of people are seeing sea of thieves it's a laggy PvP non existent shit show right now with toxicity that is just absolutely unacceptable. That rare is not dealing with any of this, they're not dealing with any of it. Um, and a lot of this quote unquote drama started back with the Sea of Champions. Um, once that crew dropped out because of server performance, another crew came in with a very beloved streamer and say, hey Rocco, which we've talked about before, I enjoy Rocco's content very much. Um, And there was uh, some information that was provided to Rare and more so information that was released about interactions between uh, Rocco um, and and his team uh, and Pace22 and his team. Uh, there was one banning that came out of that from Rare, thankfully, because that was a very toxic player. Um, I know a lot of people loved him. I I, I watched him. I, I personally found that some of the things that he he did at times was, was absolutely hilarious. However, however, with that being said, um, the toxicity level of that particular player was absolutely to a point that's unacceptable. There you go. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah. So one thing that, 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 that Rocco said was I'm going to give rare time to deal with this. I'm going to give rare time to update it. I'm going to give rare time to, to, um, you know, really put the hammer down on a lot of this toxicity and really start to clean up the game. Um, and if they don't, by a certain date, I am going to release the entire story. Uh, well, on October 23rd, um, they released the entire story. Um, and, and you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, go through a lot of this stuff. Uh, but there are definitely some things in here that I would like to kind of discuss and, and just bring to light. Um, if you would like to uh, see the entire thing, um you go to at say hey rocco so that's at s a y h e y r o c c o and this was tweeted on october 23rd. And what I will say is be prepared, uh, because in the comment section of the tweet, uh, there are a lot of, there, there are a couple Pace 22 fans that just absolutely go after Rocco for releasing some of this information. But Hey, guess what? Rare had plenty of time to step in. Rare had plenty of time to deal with this situation in an appropriate way. And they didn't. And guess what? It's out there. So they should not be blaming Rocco they should not be blaming uh, Pace Twenty Two. What they should be blaming is Rare for not keeping their house in order um, and and providing us a game that's clean, a game that's stable, and and a game that that uh, is going to to last for years to come. Because right now, the hemorrhaging players, the toxicity, and the stability of the game, I don't see this game lasting another full year um, unless somehow they they put in another uh, injection of of funding or Microsoft sees it's, it's a, it's a game that's, you know, too big to fail or or however they see it. Um, at at least it's, I don't think it's going to last another year under current management. Um, and Microsoft is usually pretty good about replacing management and replacing people, um, who are not, you know, keeping their games alive and making money. So there you go. Um, and based on the amount of players leaving, I can assure you that they're they're hemorrhaging, uh, they're they're definitely making a lot less money than Microsoft intended, um, with uh, with a stream release, uh, with a seam release, uh. So the first part of this article, or uh, the first part of this longer tweet, talks about the Kotaku article, uh, that was released. Um, and again, this article, if you want to check it out. Again, just search "Sea of Thieves Kotako article." Um, But this article talked to several partnered streamers um, affected by Rare's lack of enforcement and lack of action on their um, their toxicity policy, um, dealing with threats, uh, racism, sexism, um, uh, doxing, and things like that. So the article was interviewing streamers who who were affected by this and were not addressed by uh, and and the offenders were not addressed. Um, by Rare. Um, so the, the the tweet longer just talks about how they hoped, how Rocco hoped that this kutako article would put a little fire under Rare's ass, and it didn't do um, anything um, whatsoever. And in fact, they didn't even deal with Uh, with this they didn't even really acknowledge that this article happened Um, they kind of did the old uh, PR bullshit um, where they're just like hey post us your pretty pictures of sea of thieves hey post us your happy fun times with your friends not even paying attention that a horrible thing has been released and a horrible thing has been talked about let's not even talk about that but let's just talk about the positivity and hope we can uh, sweep the bad stuff under the rug. Um, now again, we also want to keep in mind that this is one person's perspective, right? Kotako took several people's perspective, this rundown and things we're going to talk about right now is one uh, team or one group of people's perspective, which is the Say Hey Rocco team. So we want to make sure we keep that in mind here as we go down through here, as we don't have a response from Rare. They have refused to respond to this. Uh, Pace 22 has refused to respond to a lot of this stuff publicly. So we are getting a one-sided part of this, and which means the facts are one-sided, which means that's the only thing we have to go on. Which means if these companies and these particular individuals don't come back and give us another side, this, this is, this is fact, whether it's true or not, guess what? It's the only information we have out there, which means it's the only information we can go on until it's disputed. This is the truth. That's how that works. So the first thing that kind of, um, d- discouraged me, um, and really just, hit me the wrong way was when you are a part of the partner program, you get access to, um, twitch drops right that's one of the big perks you get um, as as a as a, a rare partner is you get access to twitch drops uh, whenever they do it now with that being said you get a st- small stipend as well um, to get your you did get the cosmetics the new emotes and stuff like that to kind of show off but at the end of the day the partner program with rare does not mean you're a paid content creator by rare you get a small stipend of ancient coins not actual cash. Um, and that is for cosmetics. That's what you get. Now, again, ancient coins equate to money, which means you are getting paid, but you are, you are part of their program to, to entice people to buy these cosmetics. So they give you the ancient coins in order to buy that. Um, again, they're giving you in-game currency, which is no, which is no money off their back. Because to be honest, if you see a lot of streamers who are not partners, they buy maybe a couple cosmetics, maybe a couple emotes. They're not buying them all because they're only using some of them, even just use the default stuff. If you ever watch um, Mason, unless his community or someone gives him something, all they, all they do is all he does is use the basic stuff. Um, even though Boxy has most of them, Boxy uses like the basic, like Bilgewater Eye of Reach and stuff. So, but the big perk is the Twitch drops. So um, John McFarlane, McFarlane, I don't know. I think it's McFarlane, uh, runs the partner program with Sea of Thieves. And, um, you know, they're, they're from reports again from Rocco. They're very inconsistent with the requirements and, and changing that up, um, you know, to get into the partner program. Uh, with that being said, Rocco does acknowledge that um they were their team was allowed to be put into the partner program not meeting the minimal minimum expectations because rare wanted an option to hit a different demographic which was the kid and family friendly demographic and advertise the game to them so that was the idea of getting Rocco in there was again a family friendly um uh way of getting this getting this out there um a, a way to show off the entire game not just server hopping pvp that an entire family could enjoy um and play now the crappy part about that is then you start to deal with the toxicity when you've got a family friendly uh broadcaster who who is now entering a very toxic sea and they're hearing racial th- slurs, homophobic slurs, sexual slurs, rape threats, etc., from these other p- players. Now their content on Twitch, their business, their way of life is now challenged because Twitch does not care. Twitch does not care if you are, if you are, um... Mark's family-friendly and you yourself are family-friendly, you are responsible for everything that comes across your broadcast. That means hot mics in-game. That means music you play. That means people in your Discord channel you are responsible for everything broadcast. So if for some reason you are in family friendly and you are in a game of people that you don't know, and they start hot marking racial slurs and rape threats, you better get that under control via muting them or whatever, very quickly, because if not Twitch is going to, to knock you for that. Um, because again, you are responsible for what you're broadcasting, right? If you're marking family friendly, you're trusting, right? So um, th- this was kind of uh, a, a bad taste in Rocco's mouth, understanding that they were a family-friendly broadcaster and coming into this place uh, that Rare has created in the Sea of Thieves and trying to be family-friendly in a very toxic world of which, of which no one seems to want to, to punish these people who are being toxic and, and harming their brand. And harming their, you know, deleting. They had to delete VODs and stuff like that. Whatever, um, but very, very bad. Um, the other issue to this is when this this was brought up, right? So when this was brought up, the game right in the front says it's against toxic behavior. Just read the pirate code. It's against toxic behavior. However, when this stuff has been brought up to John or to Joe um, at Rare. Um, you know, Joe Neat, John McFarland at rare. The, the idea is it's always just laughed off and said, it's just gaming or just turn off proximity trap. And that fixes the issue. That's, that's not fixing the issue. And Rocco points out that very clearly and says, fix the reporting system. And they're a hundred percent correct. I have talked at length multiple times in the reddit uh, podcast and before that about how awful and how bullshit their reporting system is and how much work it goes into by the player trying to report someone it's just absolutely ass it's horrible it's disgusting and it makes it nearly impossible to report this toxicity and more so once it once it's reported you don't get any notification that something was handled you get an automatic kickback email that says we can't discuss this further thank you for reporting it (coughs) well that's great i know you can't discuss what you did to that player but at least tell me something was done just tell me something was done Not an automatic kickback in 30 seconds after I submit the report that says, thank you, we'll take it from here, and I never hear anything back. That's crap. That's crap. Next thing on this whole idea of of eliminating toxicity is they they have several partners of their program playing in a world with the pirate code that they say is law and that they say you know is is an anti-toxicity po- you know it's not it's a non-toxic policy on the seas and then they have partners out there who are playing with players who are very toxic and they're not doing anything about it If you are a partner to Rare, then Rare should be holding you accountable not only for yourself, but the people that you are broadcasting with because they are a representation of your brand. That's just like going into Walmart and having an employee of Walmart start start racially insulting someone you call Walmart and you complain and they say well just go to another Walmart you know just go to another Walmart no that is a representation of your brand that is a representation of your brand now another item here Rocco brings up is is uh, uh he they mentioned that John uh, treated the the partners more like friends than partners um, and brand representatives business people um, I personally think that's a that's a very valid point um, you the partners may become friends with each other but at the end of the day content creators are are business people they are entertainers they are running a brand they are they are they are entertainers and and they have a brand right that's that's what they do. Um, and, and as rare, a company, you should treat a partner as if you're a company dealing with another company. That's how it should be handled. Uh, you know, you want to be friendly? That's great. You're not friends. You are a company dealing with another company. And when you are in the official Discord and official conversations, that's how it should be done. So hearing that the the partner manager, John, at Rare is treating partners like like, like his friends is absolutely unprofessional and ridiculous. That means he's not approaching this as a business partnership. He's approaching it as, hey, I've got a Discord full of my friends and that's cool. And that's not cool. <clears throat> Rocco continues on and again I I just want to state again this is just Rocco's side this is um this is just Rocco's side and again Rare has never came back and talked about this John has has uh not came out and talked about this um so just just be prepared Um, this one is, is kind of gross. Um, but because John is treating these partners as friends, he oftentimes started to have conversations such as, uh, telling a story about E3 on the first announcement of Sea of Thieves. And he talked about getting naked at house parties, uh, walking around with a sock on his dick. Um, and that, that, uh, you know he would talk about people in in very sexual or inappropriate ways. He also always joked about, um, uh, if, if a team ever left one of their, uh, like, like sea of champions, he always kind of joked that if someone would leave, um, uh, sea of champions or one of their official tournaments, because let's say they were upset about server performance, he would always joke around and said, I'll just turn off their tri- Twitch drops and find it funny because they're the streamers going to have to deal with the backlash of not getting their cosmetics because all of a sudden, boom, their Twitch drops were turned off without notice because they didn't do what Rare liked. Again, this is from Rocco's perspective, from the information that they are providing us, but that's the only information we have. So that's what we're going off of here. So if that is the case, if, if, if this partner manager is one telling inappropriate stories like that, Uh, Again, that was in the history two years ago or three years ago, but that's just wrong. You shouldn't be telling stories like that to your business partners. You know, they're not your friends. Uh, See if these partners are not your friends. You shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff. And more so, you shouldn't be using your power as a partner manager to punish someone who might drop out of one of your tournaments because your, your, your PvP system is broken and your servers are garbage. That's your fault, not their fault. They just want to be a competitive person in your tournament. They want to try to win. They want to put on a good show for their their audience. So don't sit here and use your power to hurt them because you're upset that your teams are doing a shitty job of maintaining and building a game. There was also many mentions that he was upset that some partners were not doing a good enough job of bringing money into Rare and that those people are a waste of time uh, and energy. You are a partner manager. Your job is to use your time and your energy to help build a mutual beneficial partnership between yourself and the content creator. That is your job. I don't care how small they are or how big they are. Your job, when you're discussing them, is how to build a mutual beneficial partnership between your two brands. <clears throat> so we'll keep coming down through here. There's there's some more information again about John and and and, and stuff like that. If you want to again take a look at that say hi hey, Rocco on Twitter. Uh, October 23rd is when this was, uh, this is posted. It's, it's not that long, uh, but it is, it is a, um, it's a hard read. There's a, uh, not that it's, you know, spelled wrong or anything. No, that's not the case at all. There's just a lot of information about individuals we know based on the development of this game and stuff like that, um, that we see um, and a game that we, we love. And it, it just really puts it a lot of stuff in perspective of things that we, as the individual player may not know, may not see, um, but we're all being affected by it uh, because rare is right now garbage lords. <clears throat> uh, it talks about uh, it talks a little bit about pace twenty two, um, in here, but not too much about pace twenty two. It does go into a little bit of the harassment, um, specifically from beers. LOL. Um, and, um, and, 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 and pace 22 and because beers was on his crew. Um, it does go into that in a little bit more detail. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just, it it really shows some of these quotes that are put in here. It really shows a problem with them not holding their specifically their biggest partner accountable for the people that he has on his crew and what they do. You know, um, it's just like if someone in Walmart, a greeter at Walmart, you know, said some racial slur to someone and they complained and they're just like, go to another Walmart. No, you hold that person accountable. You hold the manager accountable and you hold the brand accountable for being better across the board. Um, and so that that's unfortunate because even to this day, um, in my opinion, Pace 22 has one of the most toxic public crews on the seas. Um, and and he is not being held accountable for that. It's a little bit less now with beers gone, but he's still very toxic. Or his crew is. <clears throat> There are, um, there's a little bit more into, um, some information, um, here as well about a, a, uh, a founding member. Um, so, so obviously, you know, Rare and people at Rare have been, uh, have worked on other games, um, um. There was an article about edge of asylum, uh, where one of the founders of sea of champions, um, was accused of, tr- of tying up their four-year-old, um, uh, their four-year-old child so they could play video games. Uh, if you want information about that, the link is there. Um, so you can see that, but again, rare is staying okay. Being partnered with sea of champions and that particular person, even though that, that is something in their past, um, again everyone's past is a, is you know different right but i'm not going to lie if if i if i found something that atrocious in 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 an employee's background check or something you know i'm sorry they can take a hike you know sorry you know i don't i don't want my brand associated with someone um or or someone who's part of a leadership team who's who's been accused of um, doing certain things Were they convicted. Don't know. Don't know. I didn't go into that article because personally, I don't want to dive that deep into this, trying to keep it focused on sea of thieves and not the past of some of these things. But if you would like to dive deeper into that, again, the link, um, for that article, it is, um, um, from a newspaper with, with sheriff, sheriff's office information in it. Uh, you could check that out. They also posted an uh, article in here, Rocco posted an article in here about Sea of Thieves. It's it's an article way back in the day that Sea of Thieves is committed to building a uh, and confronting toxic behavior in gaming and being kind of the bright, shining star to do that. Um, but unfortunately, as we all know, they have failed to do so. Um, and I, I think it's just more they've kind of just ignored that at this point. Um, I, I really feel that at this point in their game they're trying to figure out how to bring players back and get players re-engaged, which to them means new content. And it's not that at all. You need to fix the 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 core pieces of your game first. And then once you fix the core pieces of the game, then start to to look at the other things. Um you know, I've talked about those core pieces before, so I'm not going to get into that. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to to fix the core and the foundation before you start to paint the walls. Before you start to paint the walls. And they're failing to do so. so. There is that. <clears throat> And then, um, kind of near the end here, uh, they talk about some sketchy behavior and hosting and, um, and, and, um, hosting and, and potentially use of view bots. There's no really a hardcore, um, evidence in here. Uh, just some numbers looking at some numbers and kind of, uh, uh, kind of speculating at that. So I'm not going to get too much into that. You can read it yourself, but there's no real hard evidence data that they provided here. No quotes, no nothing like that. Um, just a generalization and looking at numbers, which, you know, I like numbers. And sure, the numbers that that Sea of Champions and some of the partners were pulling during that event did look sketchy based on their normal numbers. But you know what? It was kind of an event. There were Twitch drops going on or, or whatever. It, you know. What, whatever it may be, but, but at the end of the day, it it is kind of sketchy, but there's not enough hardcore evidence in there for me to really say that that's the case, or it was just because, you know, Twitch drops and, and all the, um, all the other items, uh, that were in there. Uh, so that kind of, um, sums up the article. Um, I, I again, it's, it's a lot of information. Uh, there are quotes in here. There are names in here. Uh, there are there are links in here. Um, it's a very thorough bashing, um, of 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 rare. Um, and and honestly, rightfully so. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that um that rare is not doing their job, unfortunately. So. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I hope that this, and by the way, just so you know, Rocco did, uh, tag gamer boss, um, who is, um, on, on Twitter, uh, Craig Duncan, uh, studio head of rare, uh, did tag, um, Phil Spencer at Xbox did tag Joe neat, um, executive producer of sea of thieves. Uh, they did tag John McFarlane head video and uh and creator engagement at Rare. Uh, they did tag Rare, uh the company Rare. Uh, they did tag Sea of Thieves, um as well. So they did tag everyone. So it's not like this tweet was sent out and it was uh tried to you know be hidden behind everything and and just try to slide it out there to 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 raise some sort of rue around um, um, people, but, uh, it it was people across the board, um, from Microsoft to rare and and everyone in between were tagged on this. Uh, so it was definitely put out there, not only their community, but the important people and basically just saying, here you go, here you go, you know? Um, but what I will say is uh, there, there are definitely some replies that have been deleted, um, from this thread. Um, because of of toxic, um, just toxic comments and stuff, uh, but you know, just just like I've always said, this is one side of the of the of the picture, right? Uh, unfortunately, the other sides have not released any information, so all that we have is to go off this one. Um, in my opinion, I really think Pace Twenty Two um, should put together a very long um you know article or something do an interview something um that discusses this so that he can get his side out there i know he's been very quiet on these things and said he took care of it on on you know his personal side you know what buddy there's a lot of people out here that are really not happy with you i know you're making your money whatever but in all honesty as a good brand image message i would be getting out you should have got out in front of this a long time ago but I'd be releasing a statement just saying, hey, this is what my team did. You know, this is what we disagree with, but these are the actions that we took and we feel that was appropriate. Thank you for your time. Um, You know, maybe Rocco doesn't feel that the actions he took were appropriate, but as, as him, the captain of his brand, he should come out and say, these are the actions I took, or this is the actions my team took, and we feel that that is an appropriate action and, you know, we have, we have moved on past this. Cool. I'm satisfied with that. But because there is no statement whatsoever from these allegations, sorry, buddy, I gotta, I gotta put my finger at you as a problem. Um, Rare is even worse um, because not only has there been information about the partner discord, about individual employees at Rare and how they've acted um, out in public at events, um, how they've acted towards partners, uh, quotes, screenshots. There's a lot of damning information out there um, really showing that they are not doing a very good job, not only on a development side, but just on a basic human being side. And without them releasing a statement, we've got nothing. We literally have um, one person who feels that they were very slighted and very hurt um by rare and no statement from rare countering that or saying these are the actions we've taken uh we feel that this concludes this we'll move on and continue to get better nothing absolutely nothing just kind of ignoring that it even existed and happened um and to me that's even worse um because they are the main company they are the main brand they are the main you know logo that see thieves is about so they need to be able to get They're way behind on this. There's no getting out in front of it, Uh, but it's, it's now four days after uh, say, Hey Rocco's team posted this. And I have not seen any comeback from rare. Now, maybe they're taking it to emails or something like that. Um, I would assume probably not because if they did Rocco would probably tweet about it. So everyone knows the action is being taken uh, because I know their community uh, is very concerned and very, you know, uh, curious about what is happening right now. So but I don't know. Um but based on the fact that I'm watching their partners uh their partners basically leave um either the partner program as a whole or they're leaving Sea of Thieves um and even small content creators are leaving Sea of Thieves. So it's it's kind of like you know, what are they going to do about this? What are they going to do about this? And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very concerned that, as I said, Rare made this game to be a a 10 year game. And right now, what we're seeing is a game that, in my opinion, with the current toxicity and current, um, really, really bad, um, game, uh, just server stability and and pvp gameplay um players not being on servers so you get dead servers you get all this server hopping crap um which is causing pain on the servers hell i've i've uh i've had during this podcast on boxy and and ld doing their stream right now i'm seeing a lot of hiccups in this server and boxy's ping is 83 um, and he's seen a lot of hiccups and a lot of lag, a lot of um, uh, hit reg issues. This is a day before an update on one of their biggest daytime streamers. And it looks like garbage. 2,300 people watching Boxy alone right now, looking at the poor server stability and poor PvP engagement in this game. We're seeing food that, that disappears a pineapple that's half eaten, and you can see it goes from whole eaten to half eaten, and his health doesn't move for a couple seconds. You're seeing boats jump out of the water. You're seeing boats lag down into the water. You're seeing bullets at point-blank range not hit their target. Seeing chain shots literally go through a mast and not take it down or do damage to the boat. This is like watching primetime television and watching everything go wrong, because that's what's happening right now. That on top of, as I said last night, I was watching a streamer, and as soon as some PvP came in, as soon as PvP came in, the the gamer words started. The inappropriate comments, the inappropriate words immediately started. And that's the toxicity we're also dealing with. So I hope, I hope they've done something in the in this upcoming update that releases tomorrow, the 28th, I believe, Wednesday. I hope they've done more than given us a a pretty um a pretty cosmetic um For a gun or a ship. I hope they've they've really taken a look at um are really taken a look at some core pieces of their game. And and are gonna give us something that brings more stability to the game. Something that makes hit registration feel better. Um, last week on the podcast, uh, we discussed the decline of, of players, the average player base. And when we talked last week, uh, the, the, the decline between June and July was 26%. The decline from July to August was 43%. The decline from August to September was 22%. And when we released the podcast last week, there was a 10% decrease in the past 30 days. So the month of October, a 10% decrease, which was a which was half of what we they lost the month prior. As we close in on another week of October down, that 10% has now jumped up to 32% player base. In the past 30 days, The peak player base, the peak, the most players online at any given time from Steam, 17,000 players. That peak is down from June at 66,000 players and a peak down from July at 59,000 players. As of 30 minutes ago, there were only 6,194 people playing on Sea of Thieves their average player base, and we're not even done with October, right now, with four days remaining in October, their average player base has dropped another 32%. If that doesn't tell you the current state of Sea of Thieves, then I don't know what will. Between partners leaving, between toxicity, and between servers that quite frankly, right now, a day before the update are absolutely unplayable. It really shows that the people who are in the decision-making process of the creative and functional development of this game have no idea what the players want, have no idea what the community needs, and have no idea how to return this game back to a point where players want to play it and not just run away from it. Because right now, I'm pretty sure that just about every former Sea of Thieves players in the past couple months, those 40, 30, 20, now 30 again percent of players that have left the game, including myself, who hasn't played the game basically in two weeks, I'm personally feeling like a Reaper runner right now. But to be honest. I ran from Sea of Thieves to play WoW. And I truly feel like I left a piece of shit and I've reached the shores of gold. So we'll see what Rare does. We'll see what it does. And we'll have a review of this update next week after I play it a little bit. We'll see the patch notes. We'll see what they've done. But in all honesty, I really think. Microsoft needs to step in and they need to do a just an absolute massacre of the high end leadership of the rare Sea of Thieves team and get rid of people who feel that the current state of their development cycles and what they're doing, those people need to go. The people who think what they're doing is right are clearly not looking at the numbers and showing them that they are failing miserably. Guys, take care of yourselves and each other. You can check me out live on stream every single Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This weekend, the weekend of Halloween, I hope everyone is safe. I hope everyone takes your precautions if you go out trick-or-treating or if you're handing out candy. Please wear a mask. Please be safe. Um, please keep our children safe. Please keep your children safe. Please keep yourself safe and your neighbors safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you next week I'm Pirate Talk Radio.